Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as the Scott Cast Christmas Special. It's about no, to, to celebrate this most special time of year. We have the full triumvirate in full Christmas glory. We've got Sneaky D himself and, of course, fan favorite Ian Dixon. Hi, guys. Hey, I just, I just noticed we're wearing red and green yeah. for Christmas. Yes, and I'm wearing red and green. What are the odds of that, that we would be complimentary like that? We're all ready for to celebrate Christmas. We've got the fire going. We've got some tunes. We've got some uh, holiday cheer all around. Cheers, man. Hey. And what what happened the last time we tried to do Christmas? Remember last time? <laughs> I nope. don't even know. Locked in the vault somewhere. <laughs> Not, we, we remember that it happened. We just don't remember what happened. I remember that it was really bad. Yeah. It ended with someone vomiting in a glass and condoms flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you know, I still feel like we saved Christmas. I still feel like <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a fun time. <laughs> it was definitely a great Christmas party. <laughs> it's not a not a, a spectacular podcast. I mean, we do have the file. I mm-hmm. was looking through my uh, Dropbox the other day. Maybe she's just dropping some nuggets like throughout this one. Just added them in. Yeah, <sighs> throwing some pearls. Yeah. That's yeah. a perfect idea. <laughs> Just sprinkle it in there. A little stocking stuffer. Ian, that's my Christmas gift. Completely out of idea. context. And, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I wonder who that is. Let me go check. Hey, Scott. What's up? Hey, it's Cozy. Hey, how's it going, man? It's going well. You're the first person here. I. That's weird. I, I thought I was going to be a little late. No. No, you're not. Well, uh, I know you said not to get you any presents, but... Uh, I decided to pick you up a little something on the way. Uh, I was passing by a sushi joint. I got myself something. Okay, I cool. I thought I'd get you some calamari. Oh, calamari, my favorite. I love eating tentacles. Yeah, no, I I wasn't sure if you'd like it, but I'm glad you do. Yeah, it's a fantastic, it's like an onion ring, except you know it's better because it's tentacles. I think oh Cozy God. was there for that too, so. Cozy, that was the last and first Scott cast he was a part of. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was him. We thought it was Shuichi, but it's actually Cozy. Yeah, well, well, Cozy should come back on. That's true. We've been wanting him on, trying to rile him up a little bit. But I've just, we, we just don't have a regular communication schedule. I don't even know if he listens to Scottcast at all these days. If he's listened to any of them uh, these past fifty episodes. Yeah, he's got a bit of catch-up work to do. Yeah, he's got to listen to all fifty-one episodes before he can come back on. Yeah, being in the like the fifties of your podcasting career, mm-hmm. it's a little daunting. Yeah. It's right before you strike gold, usually right around that 50 to 100 stretch. Yeah, we're in the dip right now. Yeah. We want to make sure we get him on before it's like he's doing it for the money and the fame and the sex. Yeah. Gosh, the sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those hella bitches. Yeah. They're up in here. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a tiny Tim this Christmas. Now, before we get into the Christmas spirit fully, let's let's recap. This is the first time you guys meeting uh, after the 50th episode spectacular. Yeah. You know, how, how have you been feeling? Have you been riding that Scott cast high, Dave? Yeah, I was riding it pretty good until I almost died. Oh, what did you call what? that? Uh, Ian, final Desta David? Final destination? Destination. I like that. Much better than what I said earlier. So you you had a medical scare on your way home. 
Yeah, I mean, we could talk about it. It's a bit of a, you know, a little anecdote about that. I mean, interesting. How about now? Now that I'm oh, asking oh. you the question, well, I didn't want. Why don't you? Uh, well, you're asking. I thought you were asking me and Ian what's what's up. So why don't you encroach on David's private medical information? Yeah, I'll just <laughs> just give me my medical insurance card here, and we can just read it out for everyone. Well, you really like you're throwing me this like amazing story. Like uh, you almost died, and then you're, I can't question you about it. Christmas. Just, well, well, that's not the first time I almost died. The first time I almost died, I almost had a run-in with some of the Hamtramck ruffians around here. What? So the night, it was the night after Scott Gasp, Scott's birthday. Okay. Okay, we had just finished a nice yo-yoing session. Yeah. As, that's, there's nothing, that's not code for anything. You're just playing with yo-yos. Um, and so I was he- kind of heading out of so here. this was like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> It was like what was you it, had November two near deaths in six, like a month. 16th? Yeah, right. Middle of November. Middle of November, and I'll always remember. Always remember. Middle November, of November. Remember. Sixteenth of November. It's actually the seventeenth because it was past midnight. I was driving home. Had a lovely time with Scott and Sabelle and the gang. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd sobered up. I was ready for the drive home. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was coming by, <laughs> this is weird with the relaxing music. <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> Can you play the lightning sound effect here? <laughs> and so I was driving down. I was actually going past that little liquor store thing. Was it Steve's or something? Or I don't remember what it is. Yeah, Steve's. Yeah. And uh, so I was I was driving back, and then like I was looking through that intersection, and all of a sudden, you know, it's like it's a red light for me, and this guy comes screaming through the intersection, mm. and he's just swerving his car from one side of the road to the other and back again. Mm-hmm. So I go, okay. I don't think you're supposed to do that because it's he's probably got a red light on his side. Well, this is Hamtramck, just bro. Kept, just yeah, but you know it's like optional, I guess. Maybe he had a blinking red on his side. I don't know. <laughs> Came by there, and then I was just like, sights kind of start slowing down. And then as I as he comes closer and, and goes through the intersection where it's lit, I can see he has a guy on top of his windshield. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy is, and this was freezing out. It was like 20 degrees. There's a guy. He's in, he's in all. He's, he's wearing a pair of jeans, shirtless. Skinny looking drug addict type Just had a long Big ass lumberjack beard And he's just wailing on this guy's windshield I think that's a Hamtramck Avenger I think that's our version of Thor (laughs) (laughs) I don't know man I was struck Where's that lightning sound effect (laughs) So it's like It's like I was coming screaming by And it's like The guy is trying to throw him Off of his windshield And that's why he's swerving And so it's like I just kind of slow down I'm ready to go Like into that little parking lot that's right next to it. Like, swer- I start kind of swerving over, and it's like the car behind me was, like, honking their horn, so they stop, and then it's like I could see the guy, and he's, like, got his hands white-knuckled on the, you know, the, on the steering wheel. He's just staring at him or whatever, and it's like, it's, it must be, I, it's got to be, like, some kind of drug deal that was going on or something like that. Like, he's probably a drug <laughs> <It's> a dealer <laughs> <laughs> because it's a deal that went wrong, and they did not utilize the Hamtramck Avengers because my first thought was... You know, like where's dumpster? Right. Am I safe? Yeah. And unfortunately, and we need to petition for this, more dumpsters on every corner. Yeah. Because I was scared. I looked around, I looked to the left, I looked to the right, no dumpsters in sight. You know, people wailing on people's windshields, trying to toss them off right into my path. Um, so I, I just kind of, I was, I, I considered just kind of seeing what was going on until I saw them stop. And I was like, there could be gunshots. I should probably leave. So I just kind of peeled out of there. As one is, you didn't wait for a green. What if like a hamtramck no, Avenger came out? A, oh, you went yeah, for the green, green first. I had a green, <laughs> luckily. So that was fun. 
That wasn't. My, I don't think my life was in danger. Yeah, but it, was, it was entertaining. Yeah, I was about to say that's not a final destination material. No, no, I was just it was just interesting uh, little anecdote, and I just couldn't uh, just need to. It's a fun need to, little story. Yeah, yeah fun, fun little quip. It just gets I people mean, in the Christmas spirit, Scott. Absolutely, <laughs> I just feel so peaceful with this music. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice. It's an ad, ad, this I is what does. I feel like I couldn't ramp up the story because it was just I didn't want to throw people <laughs> people off with their mood there. So, you think that guy's somewhere around sitting around a poker table talking about his little experience riding through Hamtramck in November? He's probably sitting around a poker table doing a line. Of I would love to something. hear his version of the story. <clears throat> right? I wonder him. if it's like a, a Don Quixote kind of thing where he's like <laughs> fighting dragons and shit. <laughs> He was really just like, I'm not a car. Needs to die. <laughs> I've never, I felt like it was in an action movie because it's like, I've never seen that shit before. I mean, I've seen some people do some stupid stuff on the road. Yeah. I was kind of taking it up another level, though. This city is something for uh, characters, for vehicular adventures. Yeah. So that, so that wasn't really a run in, but uh, yeah. So that. That explains insurance rates in there. <laughs> <laughs> Remember right. when someone crashed into the driving school? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually happened. It did. Oh my god. Oh, that's good. It's like poetry, man. They passed their, their test. Yeah. Well, yeah, they passed right through it. <laughs> I think the most exciting thing that's happened in Clarkson is when somebody cla- crashed through the that one building in downtown Clarkson, and it just so happened to be when I was on a business trip down in Florida. I missed it. They had to, like the whole building that knocked through this concrete wall and knocked it down and stuff. I was bummed, man. Wish I could have been there. He was a dentist's office or something. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I brought you a, a Festivus gift. Whoa! Um, I know I'm a little early because I'm kind of anal about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of anal, I got you some some designer suppositories. Designer suppositories, excellent. Oh, these are Michael Kors. (laughs) How did you how did how did you get the link to my Amazon wish list? You know, I just know you so well, Scott. I I figured it would be the perfect gift. You know, I was about to get some myself. Thank you so much, Ian. I'm gonna take these and uh, eat sushi, and then later use these. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so we're not gonna talk about the time you actually nearly died. We're just gonna talk about the time you witnessed somebody nearly die. Oh, those guy, that guy was fine. He's yeah, he's solid, man. It seemed like the kind of. I guy mean, if you're if you're high enough, like that shit doesn't phase you at all. Yeah. I'm a little jealous that that happened on my birthday. Like, oh, someone was having a better time than me on my birthday? That's not fair. When I lived in Saginaw, uh, I used to hang out at this coffee shop in uh, Old Town. And uh, there was a dude who was, like, fairly pretty high on something. I'm not sure what. But he had, like, a, an argument with his, his lady friend. And there was, like, a parking lot across the street that was kind of, like, low street level. And uh, so they're having this argument, and she, like, peels out of there, and he's, like, trying to stop her as he gets in front of her car. (laughs) And she fucking mows him over. And his leg was, like, not... It was, like... Yeah, it was mangled. And, uh... That's a good word for it. We're we're all kind of just watching this from the coffee shop in our... Can't describe it any other way. And, uh... No Hamtramck Avenger (laughs) rushed to paramedics. Cool cops pull up. 
and he like gets up and runs away <laughs> on his fucked up leg. Ooh. What was he doing that he's like, <laughs> okay, I could either get help for this mangled leg He was or... like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I can't explain this situation right now. <laughs> Where's a veterinarian? We're going to go to that guy. That's inspirational, man. Yeah. He just, he just kept going. He's you like know, the little engine that could. Yeah, little druggie that could. Do enough drugs, uh, cars can't hurt you. We have international listeners, Scott. I just realized that story is an American story. How is that an American story? I was trying to tell this to some of my Indian clients. I didn't know the story. I had to tell them the story. <laughs> like, what's... I was like, yeah, so they didn't know the story, so I had to tell them, and I was like, yeah, it's this engine that just it just, it just keeps going. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's going through the countryside. There's some hills and shit. But, you know, it just, just thinks, I think I can. I think I can. They don't know about trains? They don't. They don't have that in India, I guess. So... I thought that was, like, a pretty pretty prominent part of... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. They were just like, we never heard that story. So I, I, I tried telling them, and they're like... Mm. Like, so what's the moral of the story? I was like, just never give up. And like, what's the ending? I'm like, I don't know. I just kept going. And I've asked other people and they don't know either. So I don't, yeah, I what's don't the ending? He failed. It just goes <laughs> like, and then indefinitely. And that's the end. The end. Yeah. I mean, that's life, right? You like, like your whole life, you're struggling to do something. I like the major pain version of that story. You know, major pain. Oh yeah. The little engine that could. And then uh, the little engine was like, transporting war material yeah, across. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> across enemy lines. <laughs> Little did he know that the bridge was lined with plastic explosives. <laughs> Boom! Bloods and guts flying all over the air. Bubba comes up to me like, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> Little nub legs going real fast like this. I say, Bubba, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> I, had to, I had to blast my way out. Man, man. That's a good, now that's a good story right there. That is a good story. That's taking a classic and just taking it up a notch. I feel like... Maybe we should do that with some Christmas stories. Yeah, like like mm. we'll take some classic Christmas stories yeah. and see what we can do to kind of Hollywood it. Mm. Like and all through Scott the night, not it. even a not a single sound was heard. Not, not even a mouse. You know that one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah where Santa you're... shows up, mm-hmm. we should get the actual story so we know how to start it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a, it just starts with this kid. Like, like uh, pretending to be asleep, basically, because she wants to see Santa. Mm-hmm. And then Santa eventually shows up and leaves. Like, it's a very, it's just the standard story of that. We all get told that Santa's showing up in the middle of the night into your house. So, how would we make that Scott cast arc? I feel like it would be a horribly depressing story if it was uh, more fact based. Yeah. Like this little girl's expecting Santa and there's a stranger in her house and she's like, oh, Santa. Yeah. And then things go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not oh, this no. year. <laughs> it's a B and E. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> it's a guy dressed up like Santa who convinces the little girl that he's actually Santa mm-hmm. and it's okay that he's stealing all their valuables because he's gonna give them even better stuff from Santa's workshop. Right. Hey little girl, you don't need this anymore. Roll? I've got better stuff for you and these packages full yep. of my shit. Just don't get on the that sleigh, but there's no reindeer. Nope. Call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> As the sirens blared through the air, it's like, you know, like not, not, you know. Just As the, the cops sirens show. blared through yeah. the air, the felon cackled without a care. Hmm. And the little girl pulled by her hair was dragged to a sleigh. Nothing happened. 
Yeah, it's hard to rhyme. <laughs> Rhyming off the cuff. I'll come up with something. Good. That got dark way, way too quickly. Yeah, I, am, uh, dark. I, I was kind of afraid where that was going, so I just kind of, you know. Yeah. It's Scott Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better with some happy music. <laughs> that's, that's what this and is going to be about. she had to beat Santa down his own shoes. That's right. <laughs> and that's how little girl Susie at seven committed murder, manslaughter, at, uh, before she even attended school. Yeah, it's good. It's not murder if it's manslaughter. That's, that's different, right? Is it manslaughter man, 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 Manslaughter is when you kill somebody. Manslaughter is when murder. it's like, oops. Yeah. Killed somebody. Like that guy was driving around. I killed around. Santa. <laughs> I killed Santa. I killed Santa. Santa Claus. This is terrible. <laughs> okay, I want to get into Who some of these. Who shot Santa <laughs> all in red? I shot Santa all in red. Can see the blood stains in his suit. We're going to get in trouble. Yeah. So I'm going to ask some uh, Christmas questions to you okay. guys, you know, okay. to kind of derail this uh, from being about kidnapping and mm. uh, gonna ask us what you want for child crimes. Uh, well, that's a good question, but I was going to start with what fictional universe would you, if you could, uh, would you spend Christmas in? Mm. Like if you had to pick a fictional universe to spend Christmas in, which one would it be? You want me to go first? Yes, please. Probably pick the Home Alone universe. Okay. I mean, I know a lot of people would think immediately Die Hard, right? So you wouldn't want to be Bruce Willis. This guy's a badass. But, you know, I like to think that, that Kevin, what's his name? Kevin McAllister or something like that? Mm-hmm. That that guy grew up to be even more badass than Bruce Willis. I mean, at the age of like 10 or something, that guy's got some serious, I wouldn't call it like, he, not, he should have killed those guys like so many times over. He probably so could it's, have. Kind of, it's a Christmas miracle that they didn't die from all of the mm-hmm. electrocution and dropping shit on them and throwing bricks on their heads and all that stuff, but... They even never even became concussed. They'd probably go Home Alone 2. That's when Lost in New York? That, and it's like, it's Christmas it's Christmas time, and he gets to meet that cool homeless lady, gets to go to the opera. He gets to meet a future president of the United States. He gets to go to New York. I've never been That's in true. New York, so I think it'd be pretty cool. I've been to New York. It's nice at Christmas time, man. Yeah. You know, it's got a very good vibe. Everyone's in pea coats and buying cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, turtle doves. Turtle doves. There's homeless people with pigeons. Turtle doves. Turtle doves. Yeah. So I'd go with the Home Alone universe. Okay, that's nice. How, how, how a little you? psychopath that never gets away with a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Runs up his credit, <clears throat> the credit, ruins his parents' credit score. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's okay because you got the local toy store guy to give you presents on Christmas. Okay, Ian, uh, did you did you think of one? I have one if you're still thinking. I'm kind of thinking about it. Okay. I know what universe I'd spend Christmas in. Jurassic World. Oh, yeah? That movie takes place during Christmas. People don't don't realize that because mm-hmm. it's on a tropical yeah, island. it's tropical. But it's set up like, oh, it's Christmas break, and these kids are going to the island mm-hmm. to, for their Christmas trip. Mm. You know, now that they're out of school, they're going to see Jurassic World. And I would plan my trip for a week before all that. Mm-hmm. That's when the park is at its highest operation. You before see, shit goes wrong. Before shit goes wrong, you can just enjoy the dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, and as soon as that Indominus Rex pops out, it's like I'm I'm bolting. I think mm-hmm. that they should have had like maybe some Christmas attire for the dinos. Maybe a little hat on the T Rex. 
or like uh, you know something Christmassy theme. Like where were the trees, man? Like where's your Christmas trees? That would be a fantastic little like detail they could have mm-hmm. put in there because like by that time like it's been operational for a few years. Yeah. Like they're gonna start hamming it up on Christmas. Right. Yeah. That's why they were, the park was lacking. They had to make this IREX thing. It's like just mm-hmm. just put a hat on. Get, something. The, get the little things right, man. Like the T Rex having a Santa hat on. Yeah. Or at least dressing the goat that the T Rex is eating. There you go. I understand dressing a T Rex is difficult. Dinner. Yeah, but like d- dressing a goat isn't like just get put a little Santa hat, and mm-hmm. a little uh, little wreath on it, and you know, then watch T Rex eat it. You know, it's the real Sorry, goat. Sorry, one. <laughs> 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 Say the T Rex is the greatest of all time. Yeah, T Rex eats goats because he is the goat. He is the goat. That's right. So that's where I would be. I would okay. spend my time in Jurassic World. So, yeah, would Santa? Um, if you came there on Christmas, would he drink, maybe drop off, swing by the old Jurassic World, and uh, like leave an egg in your stocking? Yeah, they give you a raptor. <laughs> 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 mommy, mommy, like poker. <laughs> totally not irresponsible. That's what I asked for Christmas, Mom. Yeah, I mean that's where it's actually going. Mm-hmm. The Jurassic World universe is like now that uh, dinosaurs are out in the wild. Uh, the dinosaur cloning technology isn't actually. Uh, as protected or, you know, uh, concentrated in one company. Now everyone's making dinosaurs, basically, is where they're going with it. Dude, you mm-hmm. can make dinos, you know, they got the CRISPR technology. I'm sure you can just take a chicken. You know, people usually make it crispy. I'd make it crisper. What's that mean, crisper? Crisper? Crisper. I don't know. You guys know what crisper is? What's crisper? I'm f- sort of familiar, but not. I can explain it. Like uh, a few years ago, there was a big breakthrough in uh, gene editing technology where they found something that's like a really easy way for you to edit uh, DNA, long story short. It's called CRISPR, technically CRISPR-Cas9. And it's like, it makes it really easy for people to like even like have, if you even have like an undergraduate degree, you could edit genes. It's like mm-hmm. not yeah. com- like Before it was just extremely difficult to edit genes. Yeah. A very arduous, long process and going through the all the code. It's basically like... Um, I think of it think of it this way. This is my analogy, so I don't know if it holds up that well, but you have like uh, you're operating on DOS, okay? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're man- manually editing the code, you know, you're typing in commands and shit. It's like that takes a long time. It's hard for people to do. But then you got software. You get, you know, Microsoft operating system, okay? And then right. you, then all of a sudden you're you don't need to know all that stuff. You just point click, right? That's kind of what you do with CRISPR. So you can kind of take any DNA and swap it out. And in fact, in China they just they weren't supposed to do this, but they started editing the babies and stuff. Now, so. Lord. Yeah, so. I know Jack Horner's got uh, that experiment where he edited a chicken to have Yeah, a so tail. Jack Horner could do that now. So, like, Jack Horner doesn't need to be, like, the gene editing expert now. He can just get a little CRISPR kit and try it out. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's all over that. Wait, can I, like, order a CRISPR kit? Yes, you can. Oh, <laughs> well, now I know what Scott I want for Christmas. For Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All I want for Christmas is the CRISPR case. TH CRISPR case. TH CRISPR case. It's a good stocking stuffer. It is. You know what's crazy about it, though? Is it's not just for embryos. You can actually change your DNA. It actually will do like a. It's like a search function in your body, so it'll take everything and swap it out. What? So even adults, yeah. You can like inject yourself with you, that. Remember, sounds horrible. You remember how I that, talked about? Seems yeah, like that could go wrong. You can see why they put a pause on this, but China's like, fuck that, full throttle, baby. Mm. We got plenty of people. Apparently, this guy. <laughs> they are going back up to the two-person uh, family policy. So, is that stepped up? Like an or experiment. Stepped up? You can have your what? 
Oh yeah, you can have your, like yeah. your normal kid, and you can, you can have one have and a half kids kid. now. <laughs> yeah. cri- That's what I was gonna say. You have one for the one the experimental kid, and then you got the control. <laughs> you could have twins, and then just say, "Hey, this is the crispy twin." <laughs> Forget crispy cream. Yeah, those twin. are the best studies to really figure out how things go when you got the twins. This, is, this episode is going to be called A Very Crisper Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, like, I mean, it's basically making all the, the genetic stuff so much easier for people to just... That was always the barrier. So now people can just... Anybody mm-hmm. can just... Michael Crichton hey, is kinda... either rolling around or in his grave or like feeling very self-gratified. This is like exactly what he was talking about mm-hmm. in the Jurassic Park universe, that that genetic technology is going to become this big consumer thing. Well, everybody thought it was nano. They're going to be nanobots at first, because like, oh, nanotechnology is going to go in there. It's going to edit the genes, and then they found like a natural protein complex that does better, it. Right? It's an RNA protein complex that just goes in there and just snip, snip, put it in, boom. So like, you put it in you. Like, can you make yourself like taller? Yeah, the the it's, it? it's anything that you want. Yeah, you could be the. It, it's like a can of worms. Like originally, it'll be used for treating. People with cystic fibrosis or people with like, you know, muscular dystrophy Mm -hmm. or like, you know, these major problems. But then it's going to be like, okay, do you want designer babies? And it's not even just the babies, though. It's also you can potentially use it on yourself. Designer use. Yeah. Like what about all these people that say they identify as something that other than what they're born as? Yeah. Yeah, You you can can actually be a transgender thing. You can just swap out, actually like change it up really Mm -hmm. fast. But I mean, you got to imagine you can't do that stuff. You can't rewrite the rewrite your soft, you know, rewrite your hardware too many times. Yeah. Without some shit going down. And get some uh, Cronenbergs going on. Right. Wanna, yeah. Too many times repeating the same thing over and over probably isn't a good idea. Yeah. It's a lot for your body to go through. Are you gonna get a CRISPR kit? <laughs> I haven't looked. I haven't googled like how much they cost. I'm sure they're expensive. Um, I haven't looked into it that much. I mean, I just been following it, but I could look into it. Um, I just know, read about it, uh, the, oh gosh, who's, I've read about the woman who developed it, um, it was two women that developed it, and, uh, one of them is, uh, I think from, I think she's from Harvard, and the other one's like, uh, like a French, this French woman, and they both developed it, and they're, they're, they have it all patented and stuff like that, but they're, they're trying to stop people from doing, using it too much, because they don't want it to explode on them. Mm-hmm. But it's a huge breakthrough, basically. And I think it came out in like, I'm gonna say like four or five years ago. It came out and it's just been kind of, you know, they've been trying to take it slow, but now it's just like, holy crap, we could have dinosaurs. Right? So watch out. Yeah. I mean, they've been using it for pigs too. Like, uh, I know they, they, the pig embryos, they've been using, like, they've been make, creating chimeras. Remember I talked about chimeras, Scott? Chimeras? You remember when I talked about when I was abducted? Oh, that's right. Chimeras are like a, a hybrid oh between two different animals. Well, they make a human. They've made a human pig embryo already. Mm. They just won't let it grow into a full pig because mm. of ethics. Yeah. You know, like, what if it develops a consciousness, and what if it develops a human brain? Why would they go that first step if that was a concern? Why would they make the embryos? Yes, they want to grow organs because they've, oh, done, they've okay. already they've already done it with rats. Gotcha, they've gotcha, used gotcha. mouse. They've used mice. I think they've used a mouse. Um, I can't remember what organ it was, but they grew it in a in a rat. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so that's different Murders species. Like an in ear on, and, on a rat. And they've talked about for years using the pig organs for transplants and stuff since we already slaughter them. Mm. But what if the pig develops, you know, yeah. a higher level of consciousness? You have a pig human. Oh, it's messed with this stuff. Anyways, you don't want that for Christmas. So, Ian, what... Or did you <laughs> <laughs> DIY 
genome engineering CRISPR kit? Yeah. How much is it? Uh, not much, man. Uh, 169 plus seven dollars shipping. Uh, Seven dollars wow. shipping fee. Yeah, right. Like I'm that's, not gonna get it. Because that seems dangerous. That's really cheap. All in one kit. You don't need anything but water and a microwave. Actual genetic engineering. Is it by the Onion? No. Okay. No, this is American. Amazon. I could, no, I couldn't read the thing from here. With my, I have my glasses on, but I can't see from here. So. Yeah, all in one kit. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it more or less hilarious that it's on Amazon.com? It's oh. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying on Amazon. Well, the local businesses will be affected by that, so I am not for that. Oh, I want right. them to have locally grown crispers. <laughs> <coughs> Local crispers. Oh, it's, let's see who it is. Ayo! It's Sweetie. <laughs> hey, how's it going? It's going well. I just got some suppositories in uh, Calamari. <laughs> am I in the right house? Uh, I mean, de- I mean, define right house. Um, most houses I go into don't have suppositories inside of them. Well, that's just because you're not looking. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to my abode. Meet Cozy and Ian. Hi. Hey, you said your name was Shuichi? I didn't say that, but it is. <laughs> or Scott said it. So <laughs> I said it. Said it. <laughs> well, welcome to the party. Hell yeah. Oh, what is that you have in your hands? Is that a gift from me? Everybody's giving me gifts. Yeah, I did bring you a gift. It's a it's a quarter full bottle of Evan Williams White Label, yeah. room temperature. Yeah. <laughs> Just how you like it. It's nice. It's refreshing. You're not supposed to bathe in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm already dressed for that. That'd be an expensive bath. Uh, okay, so I'm done bathing in that gift. I wonder when the next individual. Will arrive in my abode to party with me on Christmas Day. I are mean, there, night. I mean, are Eve. there more people coming? I mean, during the party. There's one more coming, I think. Maybe they're dissing us. So, Ian, have you yeah. thought about your universe that you'd like uh, to spend <laughs> Christmas in? Oh, I'm thinking about it. I mean, sp- speaking of uh, tropical Christmas dystopias, Sneaky Bee and I mm. uh, had our little uh, our anniversary trip down to Florida. That's right. Where'd you and guys they, go? Clearwater? We went to uh, Church of Scientology. It was like Tampa Bay area. And they did have uh, like the lights up on the palm trees, which was kind of surreal <coughs> coming from here. Right. But we, we hit a cool video shop there. Uh, Grindhouse video? That's what, like when you guys posted that on Instagram, yeah. I was like, that is a purely Dixon vacation it was destination. Like, it was the most glorious place we'd ever been. They used to have like a massive collection of VHS tapes or something like that? There was VHS, was there was DVD, there was the Blu-ray, it was all the beta stuff. most horrible movies you could ever imagine, and we picked up a slew of, uh, of holidays, um, but we purchased Christmas Evil and Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 and 2. Oh, both. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering which one you got. Yeah, so I feel like just because of who I am, I want my my Christmas universe to be part of that. But man, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. You mean so like would a, you like pick a, a horror escape? Does it like, have to be a movie universe, or can it be like a, like a like you mean like a fictional like a, like a B list movie? B list movie. Yeah. I guess I can't pick Jurassic World anymore because now that we got CRISPR kits. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard. I thought I thought that was like a buzz thing everybody's talking about. It's, it's going to be, like, a big deal, I think, in our lifetime. Well, yeah, especially after my two-day shipping kicks in, and I'm 
Is it, is it Prime eligible? Uh, no, this this particular kit isn't. It's like it'll be here in twenty years. <laughs> Damn, smart. Ten dollars off. Clever if you girl. order through Whole Foods. Man, but I don't I don't know if uh, what, what horror universe would you like go to? Like now I'll, I'll narrow it down. Like like it's definitely a terrible place you're going. You know, to. Gremlins was like a, a Christmas thing. Oh, that, that would be fun. Okay. Would you feed them after dark or whatever midnight, midnight was it? I hear that that's actually like a, a metaphor for uh, like capitalism. Mm. Don't buy anything after dark. I can't remember which philosopher it was, but the the people are kind of uh, libertarian, sort of, in in how they they behave. Uh huh. Um, worry about like individuals and consumption, whereas. Uh, Ismo is like the, the ideal sort of socialist. Um, the gremlin? Yeah. Ah. But he comes he becomes bastardized and that's like the, the actual gremlins are uh, so he's a mogwai. He's he's like he's, ideal. He doesn't become like is a gremlin when they transform because they still call him a gremlin even when he's not transformed. No, he's a mogwai. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's idealized. Yeah. Um he he gets bastardized into the gremlins. Uh-huh. Who kind of wreak havoc on Consumers consumerism? Because yeah, they just consume everything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Ismo is is the ideal though. He's he's really more like a, a socialist. So we shouldn't buy like a little Furby that looks like Gizmo, you know? Because I feel like the mm-hmm. Furby thing was based off of those <laughs> damn gremlins. Everybody's a bit crazy. It's a big fan. So when they become gremlins, do they mm-hmm. become? Do they become like uh, that's the hardcore like, communists or hardcore capitalists? Yeah, exactly. Communists. It's like it's like the versions of socialism that don't work. Okay. Right. Which is okay. What about that transgender one? I don't remember that one. The transgender. Remember the girl, remember the girl version? <laughs> Maybe that was gremlins too. Might have, been been. Might have been grossly. There's like a sexy gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> Google sexy gremlin. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what this looks like. You're not going to be ready for this. I can tell you. Audience as well. If you haven't watched gremlins, pause the video, watch gremlins one and two, and then resume. There you go. You know, all, I'm all about socialism in the... There you go. <laughs> She's got a leopard skin bikini on. Uh, some makeup, kind of like a natural um, horn-ribbed glasses look to her brow, and some luxurious green hair. She would look better in a Scottcast bikini. Yeah, she would. <laughs> no, a Hamtramck, Hamtramck Avengers bikini. Yeah, no. It's yeah, a leopard print there. Yeah. yeah. And people dress up as this person. Okay. Of course. There's got to be cosplayers for literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> so we got these sexy gremlins, and so that's what Ian would want to be in the gremlin universe with the sexy gremlin. Is that was his, was that his final answer? Uh, pretty much. Just, well, yeah, we got to get moving on, you know. We got, okay. We got, I've got like eight questions here. Oh, okay. And then I'll wrap it up with all the time I was dead. Here's a good one. Here's the heartwarming one. We need a heartwarming one after that. Oh, we got the heartwarming music playing. Yeah. But what's the best thing to happen to you since last Christmas? Ian, what's the best thing to happen to you since last Christmas? Hmm. I kind of sum up your year. Since the last time you don't remember Scott Cassie's Christmas. Yeah. It's the best thing that happened to you. And this year, like, flew by. It's like a blur. Um, no highs or lows either way. <laughs> you didn't crash your car into a pole. Does that consider... Well, I did. But that was not but since I didn't, last Christmas. I didn't die. That wasn't since last Christmas. That was in January. That wasn't... No. Yeah. Was that? Yep. 
It's was that like longer. two years ago? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's the season. Mm. Wow. For Jesus. Wait, what's happened since then? I don't. I'm. I'm not a very good judge of time. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I did. Did I become the feud cast champ? You did. That that was within the last. That was year. within this year. So that so feud cast was. That's your... a, that's a high point. Okay, that's when you got your mug, man. Yeah. Every time I watch your cat, and you guys going on a trip, uh, I see that the only dish that's that's uh, like sullied. my my go-to daily mug. Yeah. Scott cast mug. I like to remind myself what a champ I am. Uh, David it's here good has to, his. Uh, it's good to affirm your strengths. This is loser mug. <laughs> it's a well designed mug, I gotta admit. On one side it says fan tolerated, on the other side it says feud cast loser. So if I turn the, the, the glass around, everybody can see fan tolerated, but then when I look at it, I see loser. So. Right, so you have to decide what you, how you want to present gotta, yourself. It's very, yeah, it's very, it's well designed. It's a very mm-hmm. mind fucky mug I made for you. Yep, it's like just right there in my face, pushing me on, always. Yeah, pushing me towards not being that loser. So was that the best thing to happen to you too? What losing? You'd cast? Oh, hell no. Oh, okay. <laughs> God no. Losing that rig competition was just another adversity I had to face in my daily life. You know, for Ian, it was the biggest moment of his. It was a year for me. It was a Tuesday. Losing? So, <laughs> <laughs> I know that I, I have that influence on people. Always mm. cause them to have the best time of their, their year. So There you go. You're welcome. That's nice. That's way, nice. To, way to be glass half full there. Yeah. 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 I'm more of a glass half empty, but only when it comes to drinking. <laughs> so my best moment of the year would probably be uh, when I met my girlfriend. Was Scott, by the way. I know it sounded a little high pitched, but <laughs> just so that we can identify that. Ah, swept her off her feet. What can I say? So, so you, so, so you admit to kidnapping your girlfriend? I'm just trying to get her to listen to the podcast. Just listen to this damn thing, so I can tell. I can tell her, like, uh, you know, listen to episode 52. You're on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get brought up in an, an endearing way. An endearing way. That's so sweet. Yep. I, brown, I, no, the, the, points. I, I swept her off feet because I met, I met her in a ballroom dance. Like, oh. I brought in one of my TBI patients. We want to learn a few new moves. And then you abandoned your TBI patient. <laughs> no, my TBI <laughs> patient. Girl. No, no, my TBI patient was my wingman or wingwoman, I used to say. Nice. Because I went up there and I was like, because our instructor was not my girlfriend, Britt. It was this guy. And I was like, I, like, I, I want to try these moves, but that dude ain't lifting. He's not, I, I'm not that strong. So I was like, Hey, I was like, why don't you ask that girl if I can try this move out? She was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> she was pumped about it. So she was like, okay, sure, yeah. So she asked her, and then nice. I was like, and I was like, oh, oh, you want me to? Sure. Yeah, I guess so. I'll give it a whirl, literally. Next thing you know, boom, sparks flew. Mmm. Yeah. Mmm. That's, that's nice. All my TBA patients, well... Not all of them, but usually I got punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you win some, you lose some. (laughs) I'm sure it shall be there someday. Just, uh, you know, just rolling the dice. The uneven hand of fate at work right here. (laughs) You got to use them for, uh, you know, for good rather than for evil. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you're training to be an MMA guy, (laughs) then one day that would pay off. They have that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's sweet. MMA for people 
disabilities. I've seen it. I, I've actually seen that happen. Yeah. Oh wait, there's it's, there's it's, actual leagues for that. That's a thing. Yeah. I know. I saw a boxing match. That seems like a bad idea it's, for someone who's already has a head injury. injury. <laughs> yeah. That's the this is the world we live in. I mean, it does give you some motivation, I guess. But you know, the thing about MMA though is it is a, they, they do do joint locks and stuff like Brazilian mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu and stuff. It's not just bashing the guy's head in. Right. So if it's just boxing. You're literally just beating the hell out of somebody's head. Right. So, yeah. We should all learn Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Do a Scott Cast episode. But I think uh, there's already like a thousand episodes on it in the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Hey, man. Just saying. It's interesting. I, I have a martial arts kind of background. I just never learned any of the cool stuff. Mm. You know? Just all the lame shit. Just lame stuff like, you know, the Japanese sword arts and stuff. Yeah, swords are so lame. Swords are for <laughs> losers. So is anybody going to ask me what my, the best part of my year was? No. Scott Cast. <laughs> Scott Cast through Scott Cast. Uh-huh. Everything in my life. Not you. Uh-huh. <laughs> everything in my life changed. Because of Scott Cast, I met Sabelle, basically. When I went to the Ghost Light, that's how I was introduced to her. Uh, someone was just like, hey, this is Scott. He's got a cool podcast. Okay. Oh, the old podcast. Yeah. Pickup pick line, eh? Yeah, and then she listened to Scott Cast, and she didn't run away. That's a keeper. That's how you know, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's love. That's how I knew to keep going with it. <laughs> All right. All right. Next question. If you had a $100 gift card, where would you want to spend it? Well, now I would want to spend it on Amazon CRISPR. to get the <laughs> Dave, if you had $100 to spend anywhere, where would you, where would you, where would you go? Like if someone gave you a $100 gift card. Gift card. I guess the question is, what can you do with $100 nowadays, you know? I guess. About $150. That's, that's more. Right. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> a $300 Hustling gift card. Like, how, how, how much money in gift card uh, can you give out? It's like, how much you got? <laughs> what kind of fantasy gift card can we have going here? Gosh, how do you give the guy what he has everything, gosh. Right. Um, I got a $50 gift card to you a can all, You're almost at CRISPR kit range right now. You're at $150. So and that's like right. Twenty like, bucks more, and you're yeah. you're there. Twenty bucks more, and you're creating dinosaurs. I don't know, Scott. I guess I would just uh, buy some fitness equipment. <laughs> God, this is lame. Yeah, what would can you never, do? Can never have too much fitness oh, equipment. I would uh, I would keep it in the the local economy. Local economy. Hundred dollars for Al Haramin or something. Probably spend it on booze. Oh, okay, a Steve's so, like, liquor store. I'd I'd go right to the source. I'd go like a. Uh, Batch Brewery. Um, okay. They are actually doing like a year subscription kind of thing. What a subscription? Where to they a do, they're like crowdfunding an expansion project where you can pay like 120 bucks for the year and you get like four limited release beers per month. So it's like 10 bucks a month, 250 per beer, limited release, super fancy stuff. It's a BBC. Yeah. So Batch Brewery is a monthly beer subscription that gets you beer all year round and helps us finish our expansion at the Funk Room for $10 a month. Fuck yeah. Are you a thirsty person? (laughs) (laughs) A four-pack. Feeling thirsty, my friend? So that's good stuff. It's a beer for $2.50. Yeah. That's pretty decent. For for a I mean, you go go to a... Like, they don't have huge uh, distribution. You can get them at Steve's, um, but it's more like... Five to ten per bottle for four bottles a month for ten bucks is a sweet deal. Um, also, Two James Distillery is delicious. They have excellent uh, 
bourbons as well as they make their own absinthe Ooh. with like the classic recipe. I would get that. So, I'm going to get myself a bottle of absinthe this year. Go get some booze from Detroit. Go to Two James, go to Batch. Um, Motor City Brewery is another one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Get all the booze. Okay, so you would buy booze. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound good, but yes. Keep it in the local economy. Local economy is the thing. Very good way to put that. (laughs) Scott, I would do the exact opposite. You'd buy weed. I would buy booze from New Zealand. Oh, Sam Neill, oh, It turns out, because I tried to get, Man. I was going to give it to you this for Christmas, but it was too fucking expensive. So right. Oh. There, I, I did, so tried sweet. doing a search for two paddocks wine, oh. and it was, they don't have anything. You have to go to like Pennsylvania to get the nearest supplier. Damn. But it, the shipping alone is like over $100. So the, oh. the wine is like 40 bucks, or it's like 50 bucks. Yeah, I think he's yeah. bringing it up right now. So I was like, that's reasonable, but then mm-hmm. the hundred plus dollars for shipping yeah. from New Zealand. But hey, with the gift card, $150, boom. That ain't shit. Now, Scott, the question would be, which of the four vineyards would I choose from? Right. Because they got, you know, their their Pinot Noirs that they're known for, but then uh, they also have some Rieslings. I get a Pinot Noir. And I want to yeah. get what they're known for. Yeah, that's what they're known. I want to like what Sam. Why would Samuel dedicate his life after having such a <laughs> illustrious a- acting career to to wine? And like, I would want that wine. Like, oh, I'm I'm literally Dr. Alan Grant, but fuck that. I'm going to make this wine because that's how good it is. I want to I want to drink some of that. Although he's coming back in the latest installment, they say. Mm. And, and Ellie Sapp. Well, you know, I feel like we should send him that. Uh, we'd send him a teaser trailer for the Ductator. Oh my God! Yes. Ah, oh, maybe he'll like he'll he'll do it. He'll, he'll send yeah, us I mean, some he, wine. He'll he, be like, yes, do that. Well, just pay us in wine. <laughs> it would. Sabel says it would be the most uh, expensive. Oh yeah, he, Samuel's paying us to be in the Ductator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just pay us in wine to do to make your thing. We'll get local talent and we'll say, hey, we'll give you uh, some two paddocks and it'll be good. Marketing for him, okay, and it'll it, and people and maybe even they'll, they'll open up a branch in Detroit and a distributor. Yeah, that's 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 exactly Sam Neill's target market for his expensive wine. People in Hamtramck. <laughs> people listen to Scottcast. Classy people. They like ducks. People going for an acting career in Hamtramck. Well, well I'm hey, not Hamtramck specifically, but there is a you know there's a film industry I in mean, Detroit. Key and Peele started up here. Yeah. Okay. Jordan Peele has a fucking Academy Award. Yeah, that's true. That's but that's two people. Whatever, man. Can you name a third? Eminem. Uh. <laughs> Eight Mile. Those dudes who who did Detroiters. I, okay. I mean, they're not like huge, but they they had a okay. series that lasted two seasons. Whatever. Oh, oh, so it's done. I loved it. Yeah, it got canceled, but um, I loved it. Fuck you. <laughs> you're so sensitive about <laughs> this community of people. I didn't realize you were such. I a am all about of. the local community. Uh, Just trying to bring a, bring a little New Zealand into Sunningham Tramway. All right. Yeah. I mean, okay. Fine. I mean, we're gonna have a, an underground society soon, so. Well, well, we need a distributor for fine wines. Can you yeah. Grow wine underground. Well, I mean, we can we can make a little highway through the core of the earth to New Zealand. There you go. Uh, yeah, right through the 
molten layer of uh, <laughs> iron and nickel. Yeah, we'll cook, we'll cook right it up there. a bit, you know. Uh, that's the, what's it called? It's like the, the magic touch. Yeah. Just gives it a At little, least a little pasteurization. Yeah. Pasteurize. Yeah, pasteurize that wine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you need to do that. I mean, it's from, like, fermentation process, which is bacteria-based. But kill, the, kill the bacteria after it makes the alcohol. Sure, kill it after you make it. Sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds like a slogan. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about the last year. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about ScottCast. So, if we can change one thing about ScottCast, the ScottCast experiments. Experience. Experiments? CRISPR. CRISPR experiments. We can change one thing about ScottCast within the next year. What do you think it would be? Like, reception? Would it be fan base? Would it be, like, the kind of shows? Maybe the regularity of shows? That's what I would want. I would love to do do a show, like, every week. Just, just have that be, like, the cornerstone of everybody's life. I mean, we've... We've stuck pretty well to that. We do pretty good. Well, thanks mostly to fan favorite Ian Dix over yeah, here. I mean, yeah, who lives in his stomach? This, this right. is fifty-two, <laughs> which it is doesn't a year, work seventy hours a week. That's yeah. a year's worth. This is fifty-three, and it's December. I hate December. Yeah. I, the one thing I would change about Scott Cast and life within the next year mm-hmm. is no more December. Eleven months. That's a year. Mm. December oh, is the worst just month. Let's do the old Roman calendar. Calendar had several months missing. It had two months missing. Yeah. They added July and August. I don't know if two several, but yeah, it had at least two missing. But like they had December always. And my proposed change would just get rid of December. It is the worst month. Like, yeah, it like is, September means seventh month, right? So no one, is that, it, it's yeah. the ninth month of the year. So they, two, yeah. Fast confirmed. We need some fact checking on this. Uh, on this, we don't need to fact check that, that shit. Everyone's already sleeping. Yeah, well, no, we're doing Google. <laughs> that. You know, one thing I did like one of my favorite improvements is the uh, getting Google to pronounce shit for you. <laughs> and the soundboard. You know, you can use your soundboard. This is my minor. This is my stocking stuffer suggestion. Is that you use the soundboard to pronounce basic words for you? Yeah. Like okay. we'll get it. Cry- cryogenics. Cryogenics. Whatever the other ones you messed up in the last episode. <laughs> like, yeah, it's hard to remember all of them now. Eugenics, commute. Uh, I, I get made fun of on the Dispatch podcast. All macabre. The time. Macabre. Macabre. Wait, wait which like one's the right one? Ma- ma- I think, think Macabre is a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a pinata themed Pokemon. Eat the hell out of Macabre and he drops I started it. Pokemon again. I, I downloaded a. The Pokemon Blue ROM mm. started it, and then I got to Mount Moon, and now I'm like, ah, this is so fucking annoying. You're playing at 400% speed. I need to do that. Yeah, get through Mount Moon because mm. Mount Moon is just pure. I I I, wa- I witnessed a guy on YouTube. Can't believe I watched the whole thing, but he beat Pokemon Blue in 25 minutes. Makes you wonder, what are you doing with your life? You're only you're spending like what three hours playing Pokemon at 400% <laughs> speed. This guy's doing it in 25 minutes. Yeah, 25 minutes, not even 400% speed. He and he. Eat the Elite Four, and mm. he got into the Pokemon Hall of Fame. Uh, big achievement. And then everybody treats you just like Joe Joe Small. Hey, you just beat the Elite Four. Whatever, bitch. Yeah. What are you, 11, 10? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking lieutenant. My name's Lieutenant Surge. Yeah, you beat me. I'm a gym leader. I spent my whole life training Pokemon, but you beat me when you're 11 years old. Whatever. Fucking level 17 Pikachu. Whatever. Ian, have realistic. you ever played Pokemon? You never even played it? Never even picked up the reins. Was that beyond you, or did or did it where people? I think I was like 
too old for it when it, when it, when it started. You're not that much older than you're never too old for Pokemon. Man. You're just a few years old. I mean, I was. You missed that boss, man. Yeah, I didn't. It just didn't happen. I don't know. I was reading uh, Michael Crichton when I was like. I mean, that's respectable. <laughs> uh, did you pick that author specifically? <laughs> I mean, that. <clears throat> I showed you that letter I got from him. I, I did like oh, a right. book report in like literally like fourth grade. I read fucking Andro- Andromeda Strain mm-hmm. and did a book report about it and like wrote him a letter about it and was like, hey, this stuff doesn't make sense to me because I'm and I don't know shit. Right. Just like Pokemon. <laughs> and he was like, oh, thanks for writing, kid. Fuck you. <laughs> Thanks for writing, kid, but you're stupid. <laughs> I have a medical degree, by the way. I didn't write this for you. You had a medical idiot. degree? Oh, you talking about I thought you were talking about your teacher. Michael Crichton did. Because right. Santa is a real a-hole. He has an army of slaves doing all of his his work for him. So, what would I do? I give him some. Uh, I'd give him minimum wage at least. How about that? You would start paying him minimum maybe wage. Maybe raise it a little a bit soft too. System three. If you really cared. Yeah. But what is setting them free without them being able to earn any income? Okay. So a sock and minimum wage for every elf. At least. I at mean, least. that's a start. Can we ask for a little bit of? Uh, a little bit of freedom. Okay, so where where Sweetie wanted sexual gratification and Ian wanted some hand in world domination, you simply want equal rights for I these creatures. My words, sir. I think I just want some happy. When you're elves. not on the mic, your words don't matter. You know, I also wanted to go off and just collect welfare. That's cool, man. But they have that right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then you got the hardworking elves. You're slaving away. You got all the other elves who are picking up the slack. All I want is, uh, you know. The consumerism to uh, you know, pull itself out. Okay. 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 The hardest working elves will, will get a little, maybe, a Christmas bonus. All right. I feel like you're winning favor with Santa, according to the criteria he set. Yeah. I had a fifth grade teacher who was like a doctor or something. They called her Dr. Yak Million. Remember her? Remember I don't think her? we had fifth grade. Oh. I didn't see you until middle school. Yeah, we were middle school friends. Oh, that's right. She was a bitch. All my elementary <laughs> friends were gone. She was fucked up. She explains. Eh, Wait, what was wrong with this doctor's teacher? You think a doctor teacher would crazy. like be like uh, kicking ass at that job? Real pretentious. I expect these. I don't need to tell kids to like catch on. They're probably uh, dead. Come on, tell this whole little story. Ah, uh, that's another guess. But she was this weird. She was like uh, psycho. You know, she'd be like. What was that kid's name? Chris. His name was Chris. Let's leave his last name out of this. He was, uh, she'd flip out. She'd like, you know, oh, your desk isn't clean. Let me just pick it up and dump it out in front of the whole class. Holy shit. Uh, and uh, I, I, for years, I was known as the kid who stuck a Ziploc bag over his head because she fucking like, just roasted me in front of the whole class. It's like, I'm pretty sure every kid's got a story about how she like mentally fucked them up for years. Damn. So when I was a little kid, I was pretty... Doctor of sadism? <laughs> yeah, she was crazy. Why? Well, there's a reason why she was an elementary school teacher who had a doctorate. You know? I like, guess. She clearly <laughs> flipped out too many things and like, was, was like, hey, I'll be overqualified for teaching fifth graders, and then never mind, I'm not. I'm off my meds. So <laughs> crying out loud. Yeah. She was like, I remember uh, talking about taking the, the guys with the, the white lab coats coming in to take me away mm. in front of all the other kids. Not fond memories. Um, 
And then she would be like, oh, David, you're such a good reader. You're so good at reading those books out loud. And be like, fuck you. Remember when you, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 flam, flam, you know, she had me in front of the class. She had people in white lab coats drag you away as a no, child. No, no, she was talking about that stuff. Oh, in front okay. of the kid. He's like, this is fifth grade, man. How old are you? Like 10 in fifth grade? Talking about being 10. That's what Ian was. That's what you were doing with Michael Crichton. You were writing him yeah. letters, and he was he was getting he these. was being emotionally abused by his teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, like, I remember. I remember too. Like my my mom was the the she used to put on these the, the field days that we'd have were like awesome for the kids. The, the field day is like where you go outside and do all the physical activities. Yeah, or fun day. I can't remember. I think they were called field days. And she did like this great survive. Like it was when Survivor was like a new thing. And she did like every everybody the headbands, Survivor mm-hmm. printed headbands. <laughs> you did all the challenges from like Survivor and stuff. Uh-huh. It was great, and like you know she would like and she would write the messages that they would you know like in the show that they mm-hmm. would write out, and like we would our, each of the, each of the classes would get it and they'd read it out loud. And they'd go, oh, it's like we're in Survivor or whatever, and she'd just be like you know and they're supposed to you know like uh, you know, like there's a certain process for things. She'd just kind of shit on it, and then I'd be like. My mom worked really hard on that, and you know you're supposed to follow the rules or whatever. You know, she, yeah, she just do whatever she wanted. She's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's, probably, she's probably dead now. Well, that's good. Good. <laughs> the end. It was a happy story. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is my favorite Christmas episode. <laughs> Doctor Yak. Doctor Yak Million. Doctor Yak. If you're listening to this. You done messed up, right? <laughs> You're old enough now that you know that's true. Because it's hard when you're a kid. Because you're like, oh, maybe I'm just being a kid, and this, I'm just, I just can't handle school. But no, this, this person Some was terrible. Some people are just like pure shit, and they don't have Should, really good be around standards. Children for, yeah. Like you, you think that the people who teach your kids, like they put a lot of high standards in there. I like, mean, you'd hope that, but they don't pay them very well, do they? Right. <laughs> you have to actually be a, a nice person to be an elementary school teacher. Yeah. Good around children. Is okay, a good thing. we we got a question that's actually really relevant. That I want to. This is the last question. And Let's then, do it. Then we're just got news items and stuff, or whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh, pick someone to erase from your life. It's a wonderful lifestyle. Mm. I've actually and never how, seen that movie. Uh, the guy uh, he sees what life would be like if he never existed, and oh, sure. he goes around like a ghost, seeing like the despair around him. Mm-hmm. So pick someone to erase from your life. Is he suicidal at the beginning of the movie or something? Yes. Yeah. He Damn, tries to like jump off a movie. bridge and then his angel comes by and he's like, hmm, is that a good idea? I don't think so. This let me is kill, how let me great you are. You into staying alive. Thanks. Basically. You don't, yep. have a, you don't have a good reason to live, so let me just give you all these other ones. Well, yeah, like your good life has been effective so far. Like if your big reason for jumping off the bridge is like, oh, my life's been pointless. Okay. And then you see the, all those stories. Ripple effect you've had on others. Butterfly effect kind of shit. Yeah, ripple butterfly. So if you had to pick one thing or person or something to erase from your life, just to see. It's a wonderful lifestyle. So, like, the next day you you can, like, have it back. It's no big okay. deal. Like, you can choose, like, you can take it back. Like, like you, you've been with Bronwyn for ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, aren't you a little bit curious what it would be like if you never met Bronwyn? I have a fair assumption of what it would be like it yeah would, it would be far worse <laughs> <laughs> you'd be a guy like hanging on a windshield in ham train it would be yeah <laughs> it would have been two guys on that windshield <laughs> it would have been fighting over the opportunity to break it that poor guy's alone because of Bronwyn <laughs> yeah I literally never would have been a part of Scott no. Cast. that's true 
because I That's knew true. you through Emily, who I only knew through Bronwyn. That's right. That's right. And I, yeah, I only came to know the Dixons through Emily. Yeah. So you wouldn't delete Bronwyn? Then. No. That's right. Just to see what happened. No. Who would you delete? Someone you don't like, right? His <laughs> 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 mind's already Dr. Yak. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a well-adjusted human being if it wasn't for me. I would be the, I would be the fucking... I mean, who knows what I'd be? Maybe I would be the fucking force I am today. You know, that could be. Yeah, that could have been the fire you needed to, like, just, you know, be okay with who you are. You know, because it's like, shit, people... This person's giving me shit, and they're supposed to have all these credentials. Right. Like, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks now. I became very anti-establishment after that. That's why... I'm I rebelled against Mr. Andrus or whatever the hell his name was. Mr. Andrus? He was like the like the chillest fucking Yeah, I was like, fuck teacher. you, buddy. You trying to be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> like of all the teachers to rebel against at that time, he was like the, he was like the chill, like I'm cool with everybody kind mm-hmm. of guy and stuff like that. He wasn't too much into it like he was trying to be a kid, though. Could mm-hmm. you blame me, though? I was with Scott. I'm Scott Guest. Yeah, that's true. It was my math partner. Yeah, pretty, pretty sure that's the first time we met. Yeah, well, that's the first time we had regular discussions about life. And what would have happened if I would have deleted you, Scott? And you, you wouldn't have spent so much gas coming to Hamtramck. Maybe I would have been a math wizard. You <laughs> 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 fucking solving all the world's problems right now. The next Elon Musk. Yeah, if you didn't have me like right him. there copying off your homework, like yeah, get someone to actually think about things through with. Maybe I would have uh, got on my ADD meds a little earlier <laughs> that I soon went off of after middle school. You know, didn't share or anything. What kind of ADD meds did they give you in middle school? Did they give you like Adderall? A few different kinds. It was before they had like the ones they have on the market today. They didn't have Adderall at the time. I don't think that was developed until after I was near the end of my meds. Now that we're talking about all of my medical history. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best podcast. Do I have to delete all this stuff about David? Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, but it doesn't exactly go. I wouldn't mention stuff unless I felt. I have a filter. I can. I can. You do. Yeah, and okay. I can know how to turn it off. Okay. I'm, so who are we starting with? By the way, we kind of like. Well, we're, I mean, we're talking about who you're going to delete, and then you said yeah. not Bronwyn. Not Bronwyn. Yeah. Like I was curious what your life would be like without Bronwyn, and it was it would quickly be awful. It was quickly you're under a bridge. I like. I never would have went to grad school. Really? She pushed you into grad school? Mm-hmm. Well, not pushed, but like, you know, she encouraged you, me. Encouraged yeah. you. Uplifted you into Yeah. Like, I meant pushed in a good way, but. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have been part of Scottcast. I, uh. And that's the biggest effect on your life so far. Right? Yeah. Get real. I don't know where the. Yeah. Think of someone you hate. Someone I hate. Let the hate flow through you, make you stronger. See, I don't even know if I, like, I have a hatred for anyone. I hate such a strong word. Yeah. Even, like, people that negatively impacted my life, they sort of actually, like, that's part of who I am now, and it's kind of uh, something I wouldn't take back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe a a celebrity. It's easy to beat up on celebrities. Like, if it's certain influence. (laughs) Like, what if uh, the trauma guy... Uh, are you say Lloyd, Trump? Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman. What if he didn't oh. exist? And like, so all those B movies, and you didn't have that B movie oh, influence man. in your life. Like, what would you? You're thinking the good influences. Though. Yeah. Stop. Why are you trying to ruin my life? It's gotta be an asshole. <laughs> well, that's well, that's kind of what it's a wonderful life is about. You like, you take yeah. away a good thing, okay. and you all see, right. 
and you see kind of like how bad it is and you learn to appreciate it after that. Yeah, Scott, mm. what would you be without Jurassic Park? Oh, I would be like a oiled mess of a Chad. When did you see Jurassic Park? When I was, when it came out. I, when it came out in theaters in 93, Five. my oh, parents took it was me. 93? Yeah. And my parents you were took three me. three years old? I was three years old in the theater. I thought it was 95. <laughs> and I loved it. It was 93 for sure. Shit. Yeah. It's a 93 film. It, was fan- it holds up fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it does. It like, holy shit, it holds up fantastic. Well, as long as you're not watching on VHS. Yeah, it was fantastic. My VHS oh, is that, fucked that? up. Oh, okay. You gotta have some of those mint VHS. There's no such thing as a mint Jurassic Park VHS, <laughs> man. <laughs> Everyone watched never that. Never been watched once. That doesn't <laughs> exist. Been opened. You're like, oh shit. Oh my god, if I found that. How would your life have been different, Scott? If I didn't watch Jurassic Park? I yeah. mean, like, that shit influenced me to an extreme degree, you know? I've always wanted to be, like, I remember as a kid actively wanting to develop a park and clone dinosaurs. Like, I wanted to be a paleontologist until I was 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and from there, I wanted to go into business and marketing because I realized the thing I wanted to do with dinosaurs had nothing to do with paleontology. Mm-hmm. It had everything to do with building a theme park that I could eventually have dinosaurs in. Yeah. And with this CRISPR kit for 160 bucks, holy shit, it is so much closer <laughs> than I thought. Just, just <laughs> skyrocketed after this episode. Yeah. Oh my god. I thought that was like a buzz that everybody. I'm glad I could bring it into the the spotlight because that's definitely gonna be a big thing. Yeah. It's like probably the most influential thing of this decade. I feel like. Wow. That's big words, man. So salt mines is that our uh, is that our Scott Cast City headquarters or is that our uh, breeding ground for dinosaurs? I mean, we could have some salty dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I mean, it turns out you don't really need much. You just need a microwave and some water. Yeah. So it's like you don't even need an underground headquarters for them. You could just you just need a pantry. Well, we gotta contain them. I think like in a, order like, to... a, like if you had like some sort of container like a Barbasol can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe you could, <laughs> you could just kind of you know hide it. And oh nobody would know you had it. I want this thing so bad. Like. Like I want one. Like I don't care how much. I think it's opened a can of CRISPR worms. <laughs> you really here. did. Like if like like if there's like a thousand dollar version where you can experiment with the chicken embryos and shit like that. You could do a GoFundMe so Scott can go to China and do some illegal <laughs> shit with CRISPR. <laughs> <laughs> how good would those Scottcast episodes be? I'm in China. Oh, I don't understand well, anybody. The, Chinese, the guy who did it, like he lied about everything he did. Uh, well, not everything he did, but he like. He was deceptive about where, what, what kind of thing he was doing, and like mm. he had the subjects sign up for it, and they signed up their consent forms and stuff. But he basically did like kind of a sketchy way of like not really communicating what he was doing. Mm. So if that guy can do that, and they get published, I mean, just imagine what's going really down in that Illuminati underground shit right now with CRISPR. Yeah. People are like, "Holy shit!" You know, we're gonna change the world right now with our <laughs> with our cult of CRISPR CRISPR cult. Not IRB approved. Yeah, let's see. What is this? Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his name is He. He did it. He's Jungkyu. Jungkyu? 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 Reminds us scientists can use CRISPR to quietly meddle with the human genome without oversight. I think he was using it for AIDS. I think he was using, well, HIV specifically. He was trying to... You know, he started out in a good area of like where people can go, oh, but it's, you know, it's HIV. So, yeah, 
uh, there that you can probably find a hundred articles on this. It's a big buzzword because he was. It, it's, it's such a waste of time to be editing humans. Type when in, you can make type in um, who invented CRISPR. This is good to know. It's like oh, it starts with a D. Her name Donna. Don, it's not Donahue. That's who uh, invented CRISPR. It's yeah. There's two two women who did it. Um, Jennifer something. Jennifer. That seems like an insanely common name to invent something. No, like worse this. or yeah. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. Genetics. Com- Gen- genetics. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a really <laughs> corny name. A really corny author if, wrote that. If you're gonna, what's her last name? We should give her credit for mentioning. Right. She is. She has. She's been like pretty wise about this. She's been saying to put a hold on it until they know what to do. Until they've they've discussed in the depth what they're supposed to do with it. Who's the who's the progenitor of this? Jennifer Doudna. Doudna. Yeah, Doudna. Jennifer Doudna. And then Emmanuel Carpentier. Carpentier. I can't say any of these names. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Scott, use the soundboard. <laughs> Carpentier. Carpentier. Like, yeah. So, yeah. What was it? Doudna? Right? Yeah, Doudna. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Gen- Doudna. This is the future, folks. If you're listening to this, you heard it not first at Skycast, but you heard it. Holy shit. She looks just like Ellie Sattler. Who? Uh, Ellie Sattler from Jurassic Park. Dr. Sattler? Really? Look at her. Click on her picture. Yeah, I've seen, she's got some, yeah, back in 2015, I think she did a good, a really good TED talk on how to not abuse her technology, and then the Chinese are like, eh. Are you kidding me? Like, a TED talk on how not to abuse it is, okay, just replace yeah. not with, oh, this is all the shit I can do now, huh, isn't it? She, yeah, <laughs> it's like, if, if, ethic, if ethics are not your concern, see, that's the, that's the problem, is like, with technology and, 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 you know, knowledge in general is, you can use it for good or evil, right? I mean, that's the classic thing here. Is but we're seeing it. We're gonna see it play out. I, you're gonna see it play out in like the next five years. I guarantee it. You're gonna see oh all God. these stories about, um, you know, people using it and oh, what am I supposed to do with my CRISPR kit? And I've already seen it. Like I haven't like watched these videos, but I've seen on YouTube, like in my suggestions, um, my suggested videos, like me trying out the CRISPR kit for knocking mm-hmm. out myostatin. You guys know what myostatin is? No. Myostatin is what your body produces to inhibit muscle growth that you don't grow too big. Type, Scott, type in myostat deficient cow. I think we've looked at this. Why are you saying cleavage? Why are you, why are you stroking the cleavage? <laughs> How inappropriate. That's, on this. A, that's the thing. It's like, why, does, Scott, why is there cleavage in this Scott, scientific diagram? Scott just pulled up an image of yeah. the most complicated things, the building blocks of life. And what does he do with it? He strokes cleavage with his mouth. But why is cleavage there? Why, why are they're we cleaving. They're, it's, it's a word for cleaving. Oh. That's the target site of RNA. I thought that's what like they were genetically engineering. It's, it's DNA transcription where you take the DNA and then you turn into RNA strands that build proteins. The R- proteins are based off RNA molecules, which is ribonucleic acids. DNA is deoxyribonucleic acids. But if you type in... Um, Myostatin deficient cow. Type in that. I can't type that. Type in <laughs> your own version. Of it. Type in M Y O M Y O S T A T I N, and then just deficient cow. Because defiancy <laughs> cow. Look at that Holy thing. Holy shit! Click on that first picture on the bottom there. Look oh at that my thing. Oh no! Okay, so that cow. That is beefy as fuck. It's a, it's a bull, I guess, because it's a male, of course. You have to do the male, make the male swell. But no, I think that's normal. <laughs> stop stroking the cow's testicles, Scott, with your mouth. Can you stop cleaving for like half a second? That Jesus. is what would happen if our bodies could not, every time you exercise, if What's it didn't down-regulate protein synthesis. That's what would happen. You would be jacked like that. Okay? That's not advantageous. Nature has 
as as not encourage that. That wouldn't even be tasty. I don't know. It would be like It'd a be so tough. Tough, yeah. Yeah, because it's so. I don't know what the most succulent cup of meat, because you know, or the the most succulent slice of meat, according to meat connoisseurs, is the corn-fed beef instead of the, the free-range pasture grown. I don't know if you guys have pasture, pasture grain, uh, grass-fed beef. I have no idea if I did. Yeah. Most most restaurants prefer the corn-fed because it tastes more like what people expect. Yeah. So if you knock out myostatin, that's what the bodybuilder. If you look at a bodybuilder, they have less myostatin because myostatin. It inhibits muscle growth because I mean, just think about it. like, like is that every like time you do a workout, you just fucking blew up. Mm-hmm. Is that you, trained in them, or like do they are they become bodybuilders? It's so easy. No, look at those animals. They oh, don't do anything. No, don't look at the kid. That's not. <laughs> but no, for real, no, he's a bodybuilder. No, that's it's like he's five, but he looks like Arnold. That kid's growing up now. That kid's like our age. He's in his twenties. He's like uh, I don't know. I don't know how old he is. He's probably maybe late twenties. That kid was told by a court. Scott, you should probably, for the listeners, they don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> you just click on it. Don't click on the, the power thirst guy. Scott's just Googling stuff now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. Okay, what do you, okay, go on. So, you don't want to have, what? Yeah, so you don't want to have too much of that because even just a cow ranging in the pasture is jacked out of its mind. So imagine if you actually did, like, you physical activity and you just blew up. So this is going to be the thing is, like, you know, because at a certain point, if you're like, just, just think of the guys who have gigantism, right? Like Andre the Giant, they die because they have such large muscle mass and it's so disproportionate to the size of their heart that their heart can't pump enough blood to their bodies and they die. Oh, okay. Everything's enlarged, including, including, uh, so it, it affects muscle globally. So let's say that you had like the hypertrophy, like increased muscle size of your heart, mm. your left ventricle, but it's, if your left ventricle gets, the, the muscle size gets too large, and it's not an efficient hypertrophy. It's you know, you would have heart problems, and your heart would explode. That's what have people on. That's what happen people on steroids. They're, eventually, they at any point, yeah, they get all those gains, bro. But you know, besides all the other effects, they could their heart could explode at any point. And then it's just the ones who survive that are the bodybuilding champions, the Mr. Olympias, and all that stuff. So that's been your lesson for this Christmas. Oh yeah! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! How do we People end up here? Bodybuild themselves till they die. Well, we talked a lot about CRISPR. CRISPR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the original question? Uh, if Not you could erase someone from your life, <laughs> 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 and then you started talking, and this happened, uh, and you started criticizing my googling, I'd, I'd knock Trump out of my life. You would you? Yes. You think we would get worse than that if it if he wasn't the I one? Mean, I'm afraid of seeing what that would be. Yeah, I'd take anybody. You know, like he, he seems almost like an ineffective kind of infant. It's yeah, in a it's lot of ways. Kind of like he's kind of like for someone that horrible. It's kind of the best case scenario because well, he's yeah. so the, the ineffective. Silver, the only silver lining you can think of is that it's like there'll be a rebound effect. Where yeah, be like uh, it already has been time. for sure. There yeah. will be yes. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, that's when that's how politics go. You, you you want to talk about politics, Scott? It's like, you know, you drink enough Bailey's, you start talking about politics. So, um, <laughs> I'm drinking Bailey's. It's just you, you build people. Well, you get sick of whatever it is, and they want the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're Republican, Democrat, white or black, or so that's a bad analogy. I'm using colors, not races. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's totally apparent. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, pro or against something. It's like people get sick of the same. They want the opposite. Mm-hmm. And when it's 
you get the far right, then you'll get the far left, then you'll get the. That's the between. thing that I don't like is yeah. that it's the the rebounds get more and more extreme. So I don't like, want the we've extremes. Got, we've got Trump now, but now we're gonna get some like ultra Stalin esque. I don't want the the bounce back of that. I just want people to be reasonable. Hopefully, you can only hope in humanity. Big bounce but. to reason. Let's get all Dostoevsky about this. <laughs> and yeah. just Notes from the underground. That, Notes yeah. from the underground bunker. <laughs> just Notes assume. from Scott Cassidy. Yeah. Anyways. I think that could be good. Well, let's That's not go. Well, well yeah. if we're going to see what happens for a day. Like, what if that happens and, like, and, like it's a nuclear dystopia? Mm-hmm. Like, a uh, nuclear wasteland because Trump wasn't elected and somebody else was. And, and like, because Trump's se- so crazy. We're going to do a secret op to CRISPR Trump make him a reasonable fucking guy get rid of all of his insecurities we're gonna crisper him to the best do you think that's a genetic thing insecurity you can genetically oh, yeah. get rid of insecurity oh yeah we don't know if I'm enough about genetics though to, to fix it so I mean I've got a crisper kid on the way something wrong. Nurture you, know, thing. you know when there's fundamentally something wrong with somebody and you can try to shape them right Un- un- uncheck the person goes under control. I mean, it's a, it depends on your take on psychology and you know. Well, like Ian's that, probably got a better take than I do. Well, if we had a someone who is who knew about that, <laughs> I would ask them. But uh, so I don't want to put Ian on the spot. That's why I was saying yeah. this. This no. is a podcast. We're, that's it's, the whole hey, point. We're not supposed to like. Yeah, okay. Uh, you put people on the spot. Yeah. I mean, it's a nature versus nurture thing. I don't know anything about Trump's early childhood or any of that shit. But I think. Being an asshole, I don't think there's any genes for that. There's no genes for asshole? At least we haven't identified those yet. <laughs> Identify the asshole genes <laughs> and knock them the fuck out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that, but I don't think we've come to that just yet. I think probably Trump had... Uh, well, I mean, he's a product of our society, though, yeah, that we elected. Absolutely. It's not, you can't just put it all on. I mean, I mean, you see, he rose to power, but... You know, it's, he's he's a function of a function our of society. Yeah. yeah, it's our own fault. Absolutely, you can't just put the place the the blame on him. You know, we uh, there was a, a portion of our population that elected him that enabled it to. It was a less than half percent proportion that elected him, but still, you know, and the Russians helped, whatever, you know, but still, you know, it's like it's it's a it's a product of our our society that we can't fix our own problems. So mm-hmm. you know, it's. It's a reflection of what we are as a society, so we need to le- be introspective. So we all need to CRISPR ourselves. We all need to CRISPR yes. the fuck out of ourselves. <laughs> Everybody, get 10% off of your CRISPR kit by downloading <laughs> from audiblechild.com forward slash CRISPR. Oh my God, we gotta find Scott CRISPR. We gotta get a CRISPR. We need the first CRISPR. podcast sponsored by CRISPR. Well, why don't we do get CRISPR to sponsor everything that we do? Yeah. <laughs> Like, Why not? We'll just use it for the solution to all the <laughs> stuff we talk about. People trying to kill each other, cannibalism, CRISPR it. <laughs> you can yeah. grow human tissue yeah. and feed on people. Yeah, you want to. It'll you be want, fine. You want it's dick. completely ethical. How about a CRISPR dick? Yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about 40 pounds of CRISPR dick? Ooh. That's going to be a delicacy in the future. Like yeah, a, That was the conversion, by the way. Human dick. From last episode, you guys said it was like 10 pounds. It was actually the other way. So I, I can't remember what it was. It was uh, you said there was a certain amount of dick that the guy ate, and Ian converted it backwards to less dick. It was actually a huge amount of. It was you did kilograms and you went backwards. So you said it was like ten pounds. It was actually the opposite way. So the guy ate a huge amount of dick, or not not just dick, huge amount of human flesh. He had a greater human amount. Flesh. He had okay. like 
he had like I was, was gonna say he had a way. ten pound dick and it was I was uh, underestimating. Uh, you never <laughs> Jesus know. Christ! It, what is that German dick? What is it? You never know <laughs> yeah. what the size of that dick. That's what I was thinking. It was like does he, the cannibalism is no longer the big point of this story. Some guy has a ten pound dick and he wanted to die. <laughs> it was too big. He <laughs> was, was a freak. That's the story I want to hear. And what, what what kind of life are you leading? That you have that kind a of wonderful asset. life. <laughs> <laughs> We're living in that alternate reality of that, guys. It's a wonderful. I would erase my tiny dick. That's what. If I had to choose one thing for the wonderful life, I would erase my baby dick and replace it, replace it with the Moby Dick. <laughs> Ten pounds of dick. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, cozy. Tell me. What treat would you have at your, you know, beckoning upon entering the chimney? Would you have milk and cookies? Or would you offer for some better fare? What would you demand of the children of the world? Wait, wait, are you saying if I climbed down the chimney... And you were giving the gifts and you were doing all that, like, what would you like on that plate? Milk and cookies, something else, chips and salsa? I would honestly like whatever it is that a child could offer me. Because they're... Because, like, if I'm going all over the world, like, there are different delicacies, there are different treats that people could offer. Like, the Japanese could offer mochi. Um, you know, uh, the Canadians could offer just a bowl full of maple syrup. <laughs> but what would you want from us? What would what would you place above all others? Uh, you know, I'm honestly What's your not milk sure, and cookies? I'm honestly not sure if I could answer that. If I could answer that, because I'm a gourmet. I a gourmet. love uh, expanding my palate and just tasting what the world has to offer. Sounds like a political answer. Does sound a little. Right, political. I want to make him my president right now. Way to ride the fence, Cosi. Hey, you got I, this. You got yeah. this. You got the sex and slaver on your so side. So far up your ass, you don't even know. <laughs> that can only help your campaign. All right, so I got some news stories, man. Mm. Want to check out some news stories with me? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna roll the dice. You know what I don't like about Bailey's? You can't see how much Bailey's you drank. True. What is this festive packaging they have? You can't, you just have to judge it by. I can't even. Yeah. I know, it's elusive. It feels like it's around here. It feels like it's half full. All right. That's like 500 something calories, right? No, 1,000. It's 1,000 calories. The full thing is like, full day, like 2,300 calories. Yep. So you're probably halfway. Halfway there, living on a prayer. Why did you just type in Taylor Swift? I didn't type, I mean, I just, I. Picked up a dozen articles, and okay. we're just going to talk about... picked up a dozen? Yeah. Is a dozen Scottcast worthy articles. We're just going to burn through these? We, we don't have to do all a dozen. We'll just do... We'll just go until we're good. Okay. Or And we can always just go off track. But anyway, Taylor Swift used facial recognition to track her stalkers at a concert. Oh, because, you know, obviously they would come to the concert, yeah. Right, so she's become kind of big brother all by herself. There's a few questions I have immediately. Didn't we- talk about her when we were hanging out last week. Did we? Because she like shut down half of downtown Detroit to go to oh, a club right. or some shit. Yeah, that's right. What? Like anyone in Detroit gives a fuck about Taylor Swift. Exactly. What happened? Uh, like uh, we were we were out to dinner with Sabal and Sabal uh, like a year ago or so was out to dinner and she couldn't, she was just having dinner in Detroit, downtown Detroit and some guy showed up in the restaurant and was like, okay, everyone, you can't leave. And, like, they, like, shut it down. Like, it was a police lockdown. Wait, they said you can't leave? Can't leave. You can't leave the restaurant. It doesn't matter. 
You have a medical emergency. <laughs> Fuck you. Can't leave. Can't leave. And it turns out the reason why nobody could leave was because Taylor Swift was checking into her hotel. What did that? How does that relate? Because she was checking her hotel, and so you couldn't. She didn't want to get accidentally mobbed. stalked by yeah. anyone who happened to be in a bar nearby. Yeah. I mean, do you think Taylor Swift <laughs> is full of when herself? you go to New York or something like that? <laughs> right. I mean, like, what happens when you're just there's just a hub? What are you if you're in Hollywood? What do they do? They, Detroit's they, hub enough. Every, everybody just <laughs> no, no, like. What if you just so? What if you're in L.A. and they shut down? Are you just locked in? A constant state of fear of like not know. being able to like go to the bathroom because you can't leave your seat. You gotta ask Taylor Swift about that. Shit, Lord, just walk around with a freaking little baggie to piss in because you can't even go leave your seat. I mean, that's like that's some amount of fame. Like you can't. So you, so so what did she use? The what facial recognition software the, did she here's use? Here's the to deal. Track her like in order for facial recognition software to work, it basically is. Like, if you go to a Taylor Swift concert, all of a sudden, you are now in T-Swift's database of people. Whoa. And she's big brother watching you while she's doing her little dance and whatnot right. in her goddamn shorty shorts, whatever the fuck that is. Where does her database come from? Like, who's who does she have access to? I, I mean, well, first off, her stalkers, I guess. She's got pictures of them for that thing. And then she's got cameras everywhere tracking who's is in Facebook, who's not. Uh, Facebook does the same thing. Like, I'm... Yeah, anyone yeah. who follows Taylor Swift, like their their profile pictures are like in the database. Yeah, like yeah. Do you think that she's like flagging people who like her shit too much? Right. Yeah. <laughs> too many comments. They love it every time. Yeah. I mean, they're I, taking a shit and they're like loving it. <laughs> I just took a shit, guys. Look at it. Isn't it funny looking? And like love, love it. Heart. <laughs> How's this Christmas themed? Oh, it's not Christmas themed. No. <laughs> is this recent stuff but, though? We is it like a, December? We could do a Christmas themed one instead. So, easy solution instead of doing all this like face transplant. Yeah, right. Is that what you're gonna say? Well, I was saying like CRISPR experiment. Yeah, CRISPR face. Yeah. Make I just wear like a funny a, looking sweater. You know, a mask. <laughs> Be for vendetta. Do you think stalkers are going to start using CRISPR so that they can avoid facial recognition technology? I wonder how much that would Maybe change your face, though. But meth freaking changes your face. That's so true. they're already changing it already. <laughs> yeah, it's not that, not so that hard. She's got to account for the meth heads. Mm -hmm. That's her problem. This uh, Santa sounds like your teacher, fifth grade, Dave. She didn't have a beard, but I mean, <laughs> sure. Parents horrified after Santa rips off beard, yells expletives, asking kids to leave. Please, he's asking. There was, what was any more details? Than Organizers this? of a Christmas sounds like event. a regular thing. Organizers of a Christmas event apologized to outraged parents after a fire alarm reportedly prompted Santa Claus to burst out of his grotto, rip off his <laughs> what beard. Grotto? What? <laughs> was he sitting in the fucking pool? Is he sitting in the Playboy Mansion at the grotto? Right? He's got what his own this? grotto screaming at children to get the fuck out. <laughs> I love that it's a fire alarm. It's not like he wanted, not like he was fed up. It's like there's a fire alarm. He rips off his beard. Get the fuck out! He's trying to save him. What do they want? What? This guy's a saint. Saint Nick, man. What? He was at St. Ives. Wait, isn't St. Ives like a facial scrub? Yes. Exfoliating? I'm sure there's other things named after saints. Though. No, that's it. That's it. St. Ives. This is brought to you by St. Ives. He came charging in, ripped his hat and beard off in front of 50-odd kids and started shouting and swearing at people to leave. 
What is the grotto? I don't understand. I think the grotto is just like the little uh, Christmas scene they set up. Call it a nook. Call it the the stoop, man. Why are you criticizing this 400-page article? Grotto is like like a little, it involves water and closed space. It doesn't apply here. What are you Googling grotto? Googling grotto. A small, picturesque cave, especially an artificial thank one you. in a park. No, that's not a thank you. It's not a fucking cave. Kind of a cave. He's not a caveman. I guess. He's Santa. He lives in the North Pole. They have him in a literal cave in this thing. <laughs> Why do they call it a cave? I mean... They oh, mean fancy, call it grottos. Here's it, my thing, Italian Dave. Santa. David, here's my thing. Of all the shit that happened in that article, <laughs> that's what you pick out? <laughs> you're, you're damn right. It's not a grotto. <laughs> Grotto. Here, click the little thing. Let's get the Italian. What thing? Because it be a, will it be Italian? Be like grotto. Comes from Eng- the, the English script thing. and the Italian grotto. What? There's no clicking. Click it. There's no clicking to be you, had. You fucking stroke cleavage and and you and, and miles and efficient ball sack. I'm just saying it's a just, picture. It's not a fucking link, man. No, there's a there's a little. You click on the little audio icon right there. Click oh, it. I just to. Thank you. Is that so hard? I mean, you just I give me that for Christmas. Uh, that's probably just okay. You better give me a crisper. Dude, I got you something better. Than a crisper? You'll see. You better than the ability to clone a dinosaur? You realize that's been the only thing I've wanted to do my entire life. <laughs> okay. Well, this will at least li- uplift your spirits. Okay. Alcohol. Nope. Weed? Ecstasy? Why are you just naming drugs? What's wrong with you? Well, it's either that or cloning dinosaurs, sir. <laughs> I can't get you a crisper, Chris, uh, kit, because... You know, You're, saving that, saving that for when you're coming on my podcast. Well, man, I'll do a when are you doing a podcast, man? I'll knock it out, man. When are you doing a podcast? In January. It's going to be happening. Really? January. Do you have a name for it? That's no. the hardest part. I got the content. I don't have the name. He's been yeah. looking for a name for a year. I have 20,000 names. I don't, ha- I just need to decide Ian, on what. What would you call his podcast? My Ostatin <laughs> podcast. CRISPR. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fitness thing. It's a fitness lifestyle kind of thing. So it's going to be an offshoot of just, you know, whatever I want to talk about so I can go off topic whenever I want. Okay, so it's Dave. It's 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 David's podcast. Mm-hmm. Scott just wants to call it the David Vanderhaden show. Yeah. Which is with the theme song. With the theme song. We're going to get people to do it do it so right. You did this in an episode we talked about. The David Vanderhaden show. He sung it all when I went to on a, on a break. Our podcast sung the whole thing, yeah. So, sung a little jingle for me. Mm. I think that would be good. I'll uh, I'll give it some thought. And yeah, I'll come back to I you. have been giving it thought too. Okay, let's see if this. Uh... You got to think of what's actually taken. That's what Scott, where Scott comes in with his marketing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I have good ideas. It's just a lot of people also have those, ideas. <laughs> right? So, here's something for you, Ian. Nuns steal five hundred thousand dollars from Catholic school and go gambling. Isn't that fun? Well, did they win? Let's see. Did they make? Did they have the fruits of their labor? Sister Mary Margaret Kruper and Sister Lana Lang of St. James Catholic School in Torrance had been embezzling from the school for 10 years to go gambling, taking vacations. So I guess they didn't. Why didn't they just invest it? They would have. $500,000. <laughs> yeah. You could just live off that for the rest of your life. How? Yeah. Open seriously. up a Roth IRA, you dumb bitches. Seriously. Right. Fucking nuns. Yeah. None yeah, too I mean, blazed with that. You want to see the underbelly of society? Go to the Catholic Catholic Church. Church. <laughs> really? They don't have to pay taxes. Were these? Where were they from? Were they from Roma 
Or are they from fucking uh, America? Uh, I think this is Americans. Okay. They don't have any good Torrance. casinos. Where's Torrance? They don't have any good casinos in Rome anyways. Where's Torrance? Because we're listening to Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you Torrance a Merry is. Christmas and $500,000 for the new year. That's right. They're not pursuing criminal charges. What? Yeah, after the nuns expressed remorse. Was it annulled? The church. Oh. Yeah, the church isn't going to. They were sorry them. about it. Yeah. Okay. They were sorry. It's all good then. They said 10 Hail Marys. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> Game over. You think if they won <laughs> all sorts of money, like they turned yeah. that half a mil into a couple to, mil? They were trying to think, turn it a pro- Yeah. You think that the church would have been as forgiving? Gambling for Jesus. I think if they returned the original amount, and. Well, no, no. They can't because they lost it. <laughs> They put There's it all. On, they put it all in mean, black. That whole thing, like they take a vow of poverty. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> so like we got air quotes here, folks. Yeah. The whole fucking thing doesn't make any sense. Uh, I yeah yeah yeah. Well, that's the Catholic Church for you. I mean, I guess vow of celibacy also. Vow and of then celibacy. they'll they'll go fuck your kids. So right. That's celibate. There you go. We're talking about nuns. Let's not divert to the. Well, it's a whole other can of worms. I'm sure nuns do some crazy shit. Nuns probably sure do. probably do some weird shit. We don't even know about. That's the real thing. The priests are stealing the the spotlight. The nuns, man, they're they're going crazy. Yeah. You don't even know. These nuns are nuts. Yeah, hey, I bet the nuns are doing all sorts of shady shit. I'm sure they do. Yeah. They're just laughing behind their backs at these at, at the priests. They're just little puppeteers. These these ones snuck away with, I mean, if I snuck away, like you said, like just invest it in like a Roth IRA, 500 grand, (laughs) like, like you could, you could have a comfortable living Mm -hmm. somewhat off that, off the interest of that kind of thing. Good. You know, that's not a big deal. You just gotta think WWJD, would you put it on red or black? (laughs) (laughs) What would you do? Green? You don't know. That's the mind fuck right there. What would Jimmy the Fitz do? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know who Jimmy the Fitz is. Who's yeah, Jimmy the Fitz? He's a gambler. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm glad I don't know that. I made it up. Fitz sounds like a it's a little dog's name. Come here, Fitz. Jimmy the Fitz. He always fits it in. Okay, we got a we got one more article because he's I thought you had twelve. Yeah, but you guys are clearly not not into the I'm non plussed about this. You're non plussed about the articles. Non plussed. Not on our A game. What else we got? I think this is a good one. Indian corpse smuggler arrested with fifty human skeletons in his luggage. Nice. Why? How do you fit fifty in his? Is just the right? skulls? Skull, skulls and bones. I'm, of 50 I'm not concerned with the logistics here. How big is this train. luggage? I mean, I bet, I bet you can fit a lot more than you'd think if it's just skeletons. It's it all in. Police suspect that the skeletons, uh, which were brought from Balia, uh, were then meant to be smuggled to China. He was part of a gang who supplied human skeletons to Pantrix and occultists in the Himalayan kingdom. Mm. Climbing mountains, stuffing up skeletons in your luggage to climb. I got it. Huge demand for skeletons among medical students in China. Which is strange. Like, why do you need... They make perfectly good. You wouldn't think it would be that hard to get them. If you need to, yeah, if you're doing it for your homework, you no, think like they have donors, like yeah. they have yeah. models that are made in China, right? Right there, <laughs> yeah. they're all right there. You just steal from the factory direct, right? 
It's unclear how he obtained. While grave robbing in poor areas is not unheard of, it usually takes place in Muslim or Christian communities as Hindus favor cremation. Uh, although they could be bribed the crematorium workers. So that's potentially how he got it. Like he attacks that like a little uh, value chain there right before the dis- destruction of the corpse. <laughs> See again, that's why I'm saying like I would donate my body to whatever Except for being pimped out by Sneaky D over here Hey, it's a valuable (laughs) business model Like would you be pimped out by other people besides Sneaky D? I don't want to be pimped I just want to like you. If you need to study my body, go ahead If you need a dead body to fuck for some reason, go ahead But you won't Um, be pimped I will yeah, not we, be pimped. No, it's it's, it's no profit. charity case, okay? It's charity. No, charity. no fucking charity cases. Because I don't part. want people being prosecuted for shit like this. Like, why do you gotta go steal people? It's a thought. Hey, you gotta pay for those lawsuits that you're gonna get regardless. So, people, are, people love to sue. I'm an organ, organ donor now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I renewed my license and they asked me and I was just like, license. Yeah, yeah, dude. I can't. Fucking so, I guess right I'm, not gonna be, you, I'm not gonna be cryogenically frozen, I guess. I can't okay. be cryogenically frozen. I hear that if you get in like a, a horrible accident and you're like on the verge of death, that they won't be as eager to like oh, they'll be eager help, you, help right. you out. Yeah, they'll yeah. be eager for my organs. They'll be all over that. Well, that's kind of fine. Well, that's the thing. There, they're like, oh, he, well, could we save him? Oh, I don't know. He's an oh, organ donor. Oh. But yeah, we could use that's that. Seven pounds, there. okay? You just all you gotta do is have a jellyfish on on staff. Jellyfish. You guys seen that movie? <laughs> what, what happens with the jellyfish? He used a jellyfish to commit suicide so that they can harvest his organs. That's what seven pounds means in movies. Spoiler alert. Don't watch seven pounds now. Will seven Smith. pounds of organs? Seven pounds represents the weight of the organs. I don't know where they came up with that. It was, what, it was like, What's a seven pound organ? Uh, someone who drinks a lot and gets their liver donated. <laughs> so, like a cirrhotic Someone liver. with a useless liver. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, apparently in that movie, he, like, uses the jellyfish in a bathtub to fucking kill himself so that they can donate all of his organs to people who are in need of a transplant. I mean, that's a creative way to kill yourself. It is. Jellyfish? That's the whole point of the movie. That's why I ruined it. How do you get a jellyfish? Fuck, if I know, dude, it's a movie. He's what kind just of jellyfish for this. is it? He's playing for this for years. Be like... Jellyfish suicide price. <laughs> jellyfish. So then Google is like, did you mean I need help? <laughs> yeah, jellyfish thing causes a sense of it. No, what's that? Type in jellyfish suicide onto there. I think it's. I think it's the second one. What is it, that? It, it's a bunch of Irukandji jellyfish. What's that? It's an Irukandji jellyfish. It's got the most venomous. Uh, Language of origin, please. Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, Northern waters of Australia. Right. For sale. I don't know. It's, oh, no, it's just painful that the victims want to commit suicide afterwards. Mm. I, I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I used, like, a like a jellyfish. In the, so it, it was, like, a way of killing himself that was going to leave all of his preser- preserve all of his organs in the movie. Well, it's Will Smith. It's a, good, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. I just ruined it for everybody, but it's a good movie. He falls in love with his girl. Look how small he, it is. She needs a heart transplant, and so... He, you know, he cares about her so much he commits suicide to give her a new heart. Yep. It's only, oh, it's only 0.2 inches across and tentacles less than three feet. Is one of the smallest members of the box jellyfish family. Venom, and, venom though, is insanely powerful, reputedly the most venomous animal toxin on Earth. 
over a hundred times more powerful than that of a cobra. Damn. Dude, mantis shrimp could fuck you up in like three seconds. Yeah. Why do you even need a jellyfish? Yeah, just get in a boxing match. Go right for the head. What did you get? A brain transplant? Come on, go right through the, go for the face. Okay, so apparently it's so small that victims have described a feeling of impending doom, but the sting itself isn't it, it's not a painful sting, actually. That's cool. Yeah, this guy researched the shit out of the ways to die. Yeah, this guy with the list. <laughs> you just get a, a sudden sense of doom. Yeah. I felt I feel like sense that of doom every already. day. <laughs> I think you might have a you might have a jellyfish in, like it. in your bed, man. Yeah, shit. Check your bed for jellyfish. <laughs> I think that might be what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, this has been a good Christmas episode. Yeah, we got kind of dark a couple times, but you know. I think the entire time we were pretty dark. Well, whatever. You know, but I tried to make some sweet things happen. Christmas is a dark holiday. It kind of is. Unless you got that North Star guy in your way. Mm. You know. You didn't have no North Star. You know what I'm saying? No, we don't have a North <laughs> Star. Or or like a normal star. Or just a guiding light. And no yeah. stars today. No stars. We have two paddocks, though. We have two pad. We just have Sam Neil. He's our North Star. And CRISPR. Tune in for our when Duck I, Tater uh, trailer coming up. In my younger years, when I attended a uh, Catholic school, uh, we had a story about St. Nick. I don't know how accurate it is. Like the St. Nick or yes. uh, Santa? Okay, so St. Nicholas himself. St. Nicholas himself. Um, so I, according to this story, and again, I don't, I don't know if it's accurate. I'm sure we could Google it and it would... Yeah, a different Google's story. A definitive source. I want to hear his story. But, uh, Let's hear the bullshit story. <laughs> what if the cat holics tell You know it's going to be better. I was told he was a martyr. A Saint Nick the martyr. Mm-hmm. What did he martyr for? Um, what was he killed by? He the was, people who delivered presents to? Well, one question at a time. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, was a, he was a jolly hey, guy. And he, moderator. He, he cared about the, the children. And he was a generous dude. And he like you know gave the gifts to uh, deserving children. Um, but he believed in the Jesus, and some people didn't like that back in the day. Right. And they, uh... Fucking pagans. Yeah. So they, they like, beat the shit out of him, and the reason he has his rosy cheek is because he got the shit beat out of him. <laughs> rosy, rosy as blood. <laughs> so, uh, that was That's the story nice. we got. I like that. Like an Rocky Balboa I Santa. I here. don't think that's accurate at all, but that's, died that's what we were told. Beatings from not from the naughty children. It's like, oh, you like your Jesus, huh? And what? He was fat because he was swollen <laughs> from internal bleeding. Swole Santa. Bro, do you even gift? Yeah. That's right. So people will appreciate that pun in the recording. We don't I appreciate it live right now. I like that. I mean, you know. I'm like, uh, what if Santa Claus was jacked back in the day, and he's what if he had that uh that what was it that mystopian what was the thing mystopian the myostatin myostatin <laughs> oh okay you sound like dystopian super beefcake Santa myostatin beefcake yeah. Santa beefcake Santa <laughs> with Santa. rosy cheeks because he keeps getting the shit beat out of him somehow he's I like I like protein bars for Santa like fuck cookies man and then you want to get diabetes I'll leave him a salad. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to work on that. You that, ain't, that ain't cool. Yeah. Santa. You just slim down. Get on that treadmill. Stop using those reindeer to do all your labor for you. <laughs> so You're going to get like a chunk of coal in your stocking. He's going to piss under your tree. Yeah. Chunk of coal. That's yeah. all right. I'll just use that for since, you know, 
not eco-friendly like that, I guess. Let's burn it. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. You're going to power your light bulb for an hour by yeah. burning your chunk of coal. Yeah, burn for eight days and eight nights. Hanukkah, what's up? <laughs> coal that lasted from Santa. Right. Yep. Eight crazy nights. That was a good Adam Sandler movie. Never saw it. I heard this Christmas song that he sung one time in SNL. A Hanukkah song? A Hanukkah song. It's a good song. Is it worth watching, Scott? Hey, crazy nights. Yeah, is it worth watching? Hey, it looks stupid. It's decent. Okay. It's fun. It's a romp. It's an Adam Sandler film, so it's like you know, it's guaranteed stupid it's not, slapstick. It's not, it's not Adam Sandler stupid, but it's not. Is it prime Adam Sandler? or Is it like decline Adam Sandler? It's neither. It's it, it's, it's almost removed from the Adam Sandler kind of really? lexicon. Is it's, there like a? It's more of it's more it of like good? it's more of like a Chris like a like a kind of a raunchy Christmas, like a Grinch stole Christmas kind of thing. You know, like you feel good at the end, but you realize it's like could be better. Yeah. I'll watch it. Is it on Netflix? I'll watch it. Only if it's on Netflix, watch it. Don't pay yeah. money for that. I won't pay money for that. Yeah. All right, guys. So what did we learn today on this Christmas special? Besides about David's, like, terrible upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned that if you have, a, like, like a relaxing soundtrack, it's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> some Baileys yeah. and some Christmas music it's, puts you in a good mood. Just Yeah, you just need some tunes and some booze, and you're kind of... Tunes and booze. It's all good. Yeah. That's how it works, man. That's life. Right there. It goes on. Put on some music, have some drinks, and have a conversation with, with two good buddies, man. Stare at them. We learned that uh, Scott Cast was the best part of two thirds of the Triumvirate's year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave over here is too good for us. Yeah. You dick. <laughs> You're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> we learned that Dave's a dick. <laughs> and it's probably his fifth grader's teacher's fault. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast, we wish you a Merry Christmas. See you later, Scottcastigators. Including our new listener, Scott. Uh, wait, what? We have a new listener, Named Scott. Scott. Yeah, he's listening to our episodes now. What's up, Scott? Hope you're listening, man. It's one of my clients. Ah! Wow, that should have got brought up way earlier. Merry Christmas. It was, but you never, you never went over my topics, so. Well, so. shit. Okay, let's do it. Is that it? Are you exhausted now? No, I'm not exhausted, but, you know, he's listening, hopefully, so. But no, are you exhausted on topics? Say. Like, who's this Scott fella? Tell me all about Scott. I can't tell you his last name for HIPAA reasons, but yeah, okay. Like, he's one of my clients, and he's right. the one who recommended the we go to the Inception place. Jesus Christ. You remember him? Yeah. No, I don't remember him. I mentioned him. Oh. He listened to episode 50. That's not the, that's not to do with Scott. This is just to do with you. What? I'm just I'm I'm just making sure Scott doesn't feel like I'm sliding him. It's just because you brought him Scott's up. Scott's a cool guy, man. I'm I hope sure. he's listening. I hope he spreads the good word about Scottcast to all of his affluent friends. Do it. Especially so all they the rich can donate ones. at yeah. Hot for Scottcast. No, yeah. they can get audible trial dot audible whatever. Just buy bikinis, man. That's yeah. the highest profit market. Go to Scott's website. Buy some. <laughs> Scott, please don't buy bikinis from that. Please. You know, man. Like train in a bikini, Scott. I know you're looking good because we've been training together, but scottcast.us/bikini slash shop. Run away from those Scott bikinis. Get a t-shirt. Scottcast.us slash shop. Buy yourself a Hamtramck Avengers bikini and then like do some squats in front of Dave. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right, guys. See you later, Scottcast Gators.